0: Lock the doors, turn up the radio, strap yourself in. Because it's time for the Matt White
1: Show. The guy who's the color commentator for Mississippi State football and SEC baseball. So yeah, he brings a lot to the game. And he's right here.
2: Right now.
0: It's just
3: another manic Monday. Wish it was Sunday. Yes, Monday. It sure is. Uh, And Rams fans are wishing it was still Sunday. They're still celebrating. Welcome in. To this Monday show, I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team, they are your home team. The Farm Bureau across the great state of Mississippi, your hometown heroes. That's your local Farm Bureau insurance agents. Listen, man, I am uh, tickled for Matt Stafford and uh, Cam Akers and Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald. I, I thought it was a heck of a ball game. I really enjoyed the football game. Some of the other things, you know, I, halftime was fine. It was. It wasn't like something that blew me away, though. I mean, I some and and I have some friends who just loved it. Right? It was like it's so great. I enjoyed halftime. It didn't just knock my socks off. Not like when Prince sang "Purple Rain" and started raining, and they had purple lights and we had purple rain <laughs> in Miami several years ago. That was good. You know, commercials were just. I don't know. I mean, like, just sort of whatever at best. <laughs> the, the whole crop of commercials collectively was Super Bowl commercials that are just, they're not memorable. Nothing memorable about them. A few that kind of, okay, whatever, fine. But the game itself, I thought, was great. It was a heck of a ball game. It kind of played out the way I thought it would. Seems like we picked Rams here. I can't even remember the score. I want to say I had Rams at a bigger margin, maybe like, what, 28-17 or something like that by 11. So it didn't work out that way. Obviously, the Bengals had a chance to win the game. Uh, Didn't pull it off. Rams got it done. And I can back it up with specific plays. I can back this up, what I'm about to say, with stats. Matt Stafford was clutch. He was Mr. Clutch the entire postseason. So we'll get into the game. What would you think about it? I thought the Rams were better. I thought the Rams were better. They're the better team. It's close. They're the better team. Now, you you give Joe Burrow like a great offensive line, well, maybe we're having a different story. And, you know, Bengals defense, much better the entire postseason. Anybody gave him credit for. Did a heck of a job. And uh, especially in the early parts of the game last night, you consider you know Odell Beckham Jr. gets hurt, you're playing without a tight end. The Rams are playing without people, and we're still, I felt like the better team. When you say team, you're looking at the whole ball of wax, and certainly defense, a huge part of it. And you know Cincinnati did a fine job against a great defensive front for the Rams. But eventually, just the Rams defensive front, Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller and those guys took over. That's eventually what happened, right? They made the plays and then kind of appropriately made the play right at the end of the ballgame. So what do you think? Let's get into that here on a Reaction Monday. Y'all feel free to text me on the country, please, and text line. Excuse me, it's 885-ESPN, 601 number, 885 ESPN or 885 3776. Text away, glad to hear from you. Whatever you want to get into on this reaction Monday is good with me. Uh call me on the Divini phone. We're coming to the phone in just a sec. 995-1059 is the number to call. 601 number 995-1059. So give me a call. And yes, hey to y'all on the live stream if you're on Facebook or on YouTube or Twitch, tuning into the live stream. Hey everybody. Feel free to comment right there as you see many are, and it'll pop up right here on the screen for me. I can see it all in one place and get your comments that way. First guy to comment today was actually before the show began. The the title of the live stream that went out, it says, you know, live February 14th, Rams just better. Well, Sven was the first to comment. As soon as he saw the title, he says, Hail State, everybody, and the Rams are not just better. Okay, so he disagrees. He says, uh, Sven says, Burrow had his chances, but it was not his best game, and he blew it. But it will not be his last Super Bowl, and he will learn from that. And that's from Sven. We'll get in some more comments. That's on YouTube. Coming to your texts in just a bit from Nick and Jason and NextGen and H-Day and everybody. First up, though, on the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer, Chris, hanging on over here on line one. What's up, Chris?
0: Nothing much, man. I got one thing to say. First thing, well, first thing I'm going to say is it's game week.
3: It sure is. It
0: is game week. And I don't care what nobody says. It is the real game week. (laughs) And if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, Friday night, we're starting the real
3: season. College baseball season. And, Chris, have you looked at the weather?
0: Yeah, it's going to be
3: perfect. Let's see oh. here. Yeah, I think After it is. Thursday. Yeah, I I don't even want to – like, I don't want to jinx it. But you got a front coming through on Wednesday, Wednesday night, Thursday morning. It's going to bring rain. And then, like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're supposed to have sunshine. And all three days are, like, I guess Friday the highs – it's going to be cold Friday. You know, a, a high of 52, yeah. low of 29. But then Saturday, a high of 61. Sunday, a high of 67. It's going to be nice.
0: Better wear your jacket. That's yeah. all I can say. Better wear your jacket. But I will I wanna say one thing about I didn't watch much of the Super Bowl, but I want to say one thing about that game, the little bit that I did see. Jamar Chase is a different kind of player. Mm. As long as he don't let that go through his head, that catch he made Matt was Ooh, unreal.
3: Wasn't it unreal?
0: <laughs> I mean it was just unreal. Yeah. And then they I knew right then when they didn't when they didn't put that in the end zone, I said, Oh, that's it. That's all it took.
3: Well, so. and, and look, the thing but, about it is...
0: Hey, I didn't... I
3: did, go ahead, Chris.
0: I didn't call to talk about the Super Bowl. I didn't call to talk about the Super Bowl. I called to say, hey, this game weekend, guess what? What a difference. What a difference. One player on that girl's team not being there makes. I'm telling That's you. That's all I got to say about yeah. it. That is, man, they are playing life out.
3: They really are. It's yeah. incredible. And if
0: that girl that... If that, girl that we watched the Alabama game before that. If that girl that, that transferred out of state would have stayed and that went to Alabama,
1: mm-hmm. ooh,
0: we. And you talk about a team all year long that would have competed. But, hey, I'm with I'm against the Jackson State guy. Let's go get our coach. Y'all have a good day.
3: Thanks, Chris. I think Chris wants a coach from Jackson State to be the new Mississippi State coach. Yeah, um, State's women got a huge win yesterday against Ole Miss. So Ole Miss won in Oxford, and uh, State then won yesterday. And start Well, State's got like what are they dressing out now? Six players, seven, <laughs> whatever it is, and they're all short. Yeah, they're uh, they're giving it all they got, and they really are. Yeah, game week. College baseball starts this week. Be previewing it as the week rolls on. And, um, yeah, so I think, I think I'm think i going to, if everything goes according to plan, on Friday, this show will do it from Starkville, uh, just outside the baseball stadium, or maybe in, but probably just outside, I have to bundle up, but the game starts at 3 o'clock Friday afternoon, that'll be the first game of the year. Nick mentioned that. He was the first to text me on the Country Pleasing text line. Nick says it's now officially repeat season, Matt. Yeah, I mean, look, why not talk about it? Why not talk about repeating, Nick? What would be wrong with that? Now, chances are slim. It doesn't happen very often. But so what? Why not talk about it, huh? First time you go win a national championship, hey, let's go repeat. Sure, let's talk about it. Jason out in Flagstaff said, "I'm glad that Stafford won, but I think it's ridiculous that he had to win a Super Bowl for the vast majority of people to notice how good he's always been." Well, and somebody brought up a good point too. Um, I think I might have seen this on—I um, guess I saw it on Twitter. <clears throat> I don't know who it came from, but it's a pretty good point. You know, it says everybody—well, not everybody, but a lot of people think that all it takes in the NFL is a quarterback. You know, you get a good quarterback, that's all it takes. You get the right quarterback, get a good quarterback, you go win a Super Bowl. They think that's all it takes. Well, the point is, Detroit had a good one for all those years and never even won a playoff game. Matthew Stafford leaves Detroit, goes to the Rams, where they spend all this money to put this team together around him, and immediately they win the Super Bowl. <laughs> it ain't just quarterbacks. Okay, And you're right, Stafford was really good, kind of the same guy. Made a lot of clutch plays for Detroit, but it takes so much more than that. You know, what does it take to win a Super Bowl? It takes Odell Beckham Jr. It takes Cooper Cup MVP, maybe the best season a receiver's ever had. It takes Von Miller and Aaron Donald on the same defensive front. Not to mention Leonard, who goes out there and he gets six or seven sacks this year himself. And all these other guys, you know. It, it takes so much more than just a quarterback. It takes a good quarterback. It takes the right quarterback and the right fit. But, man, it requires so much more than that. It is absolutely a team game. Next Gen reb says, Matt, I got a country please and sausage dog on opening night of the rodeo, and it was fantastic. I am glad you enjoyed it. A bunch of folks that I know went to the rodeo, Uh, I saw Bart Gregory posted some videos. He took his family down there and some others. uh, My brother and sister-in-law were in Vicksburg there and their kids. They went to the rodeo, apparently had a blast. It was like it was a good time had by all. And and Next Gen, listen, I'm telling you, you know, I eat country-pleasing sausage. I'm not just telling you about it. You know, as a part of an ad or anything, I, I eat it just about every day. A little bit for breakfast, sometimes more at different things, or if we make something with it. Last year, you know, was it was it last year or two years ago? That no, it was last year, because two years ago, they only played like eight or nine baseball games before they canceled the season. Last year, I took Mary Liddy with me to a midweek baseball game at State. They were playing Grambling on like a Tuesday night. And we went and we stayed for like four or five innings. And what it was is we go to the baseball game and Anna Beth was doing some stuff with our dog at the vet and kind of finishing up over there. And when she got done, she was going to swing by the baseball stadium. We were going to have to leave the game early. She was going to pick us up, all jump in the car, go home. So Mary Lydia and I are in there and we're getting snacks at the concession, you know, and she's getting like popcorn, pizza. I mean, we got, we laughed about that here on the show, how much stuff we got, but What it was is we, before we got picked up, we were walking around just to look at the stadium. We walked from one side to the other. And that took us in front of the other concession stand on the third base side at Duty Noble where uh, they were selling pizza and you could get the sausage dogs. Well, she goes, even though we had already eaten like nachos and popcorn, she said, oh, they sell pizza. I said, you know, because I'm thinking we don't do this a whole lot. You know, most of the time when I go to the games, I'm working them. Much of the time, not most, but much, right? Much of the time. Anyway, she says to me, kind of want some pizza. I said, you want some pizza? Come on, we'll get a piece of pizza for her. That's what we'll do. So when we get up there, I can't help it but order the sausage dog with slaw. (laughs) And so we get all of it, and then she's got this big... You know, slice of pizza And I've got this sausage dog And we're about to get picked up So we're kind of walking out of the stadium With it to the car And we get to the car And Annabeth has laughed at us Ever since at how much food we had with us Walking out of the game It's like we went to the store, you know We got half a bag of popcorn A drink She's got this big giant slice of pizza I've got a sausage dog I just bought (laughs) So rather than like Eat all that while we're driving I said, here, let me eat this Before I get in the car Because I may make a mess and I proceeded to eat that sausage dog in three bites, and it was fantastic. You know, you eat that, it make you not want a hot dog ever again. You just want that. Long story to say, next gen Reb, I know what experience you had with the country pleasing sausage dog at the at the rodeo. All right, H day with a text that says, uh, "Matt, that Super Bowl was a doozy." <laughs> A real doozy. I enjoyed it, <clears throat> you know, a 23-20 ball game. It did look there at one point like, you know, Bengals going and win this or just hang on to their lead because Rams can't score a touchdown. Rams put themselves in a position where the field goal wouldn't tie the game and keep it going because they botched the extra point earlier in the game. And anytime that happens, you just get you start thinking, okay, is that going to come back and haunt them? And sure enough, it was it it was almost going to. Now, I haven't gotten into the holding call on the Bingo's defense down there in the goal line yet. Lots of strong opinions about that. But, you know, was it kind of a ticky-tack call? It was, yes. But this I know, I mean, and he's a heck of a football player, 55 for Cincinnati, but he's not going to cover Cooper Cup in those kinds of situations. Did he hold him? Yeah. Was it blatant? Well, maybe not blatant, but did he hold him up from breaking on that route at the goal line? He did. He did. You know, the one that was probably more questionable than that though was when there was offsetting. Remember when a couple of plays later there's holding on the Rams on their offensive line, but they called the unnecessary hit on the receiver in the back of the end zone? called it against Cincinnati, and so the penalty's offset. And that's the one to me. And I'm like, I don't know about that one because they, they didn't call it targeting. And then you reviewed it and kind of saw it slowed down. You're like, well, he's just trying to hit the guy and knock the ball out and keep it from being a touchdown. Jason in Flagstaff said, It looks like State has a women's basketball coach from what I'm seeing. If they don't keep him, maybe they should hire him to coach some men instead of chasing down another big name, <laughs> Retrib. Yeah, Coach Novak's got him playing hard for sure. Grumpy texted the show. He said, Matt, Grumpy has been a Stafford fan for years. Happy for Cam Akers, the other Clinton Arrow legend. Joe Burrow is great, but he's going to have to have more protection. No one can take 60 to 70 sacks a year. And last, bring on MSU baseball. You know, and I'll say, too, this is something that I – Observe. You know, the, the Rams team is a little more veteran. Older guys, right? I mean, you just look at look how long Aaron Donald's been in the league. Whitworth, oldest guy in the league, once Brady retired. I mean, o- Odo Beckham Jr.'s playing for his third team. And I know he got hurt early in the game last night. Cup's been around a little while. You know, some others. They just seem like more of a veteran team. And frankly you know not that it, it's not across the board you know it's just that there's a lot of humility frankly on that rams team you know stafford's been through it for so many years he he's kind of even keel very humble same thing for cooper cup you know and i'll be honest with you i don't know a whole lot about all the players on the bengals team but you take joe burrow first of all very young very good has Mississippi ties. He's a winner. He's tough. I mean, you can't say enough about the fact that he had him in the Super Bowl on a team where he had been sacked more than anybody else in the NFL. It's just incredible to me. He's so good. But I'm just being honest. What You you wouldn't label Joe Burrow as humble, would you? I mean, I wouldn't based on – I mean, I saw – you see the video of him walking into the stadium last night? I mean, like he looked like a character off a Dick Tracy movie. And that's going back for the kiddos. I mean, look that one up. You'll see what I'm talking about. I I mean, it's just, what are we doing here? Now, for many, and in that world, I'm sure it makes no difference whatsoever. But what I'm saying is, right, wrong, or indifferent. Not really making a judgment. I'm just saying, I think the fact is, people, you wouldn't look at Joe Burrow or kind of the the young Bengals and, immediately go, well, that's a really humble group. Okay, but you would look at the Rams, a much older team, and you actually would say that. That's a very humble group. Stafford, Odell Beckham Jr. now compared to when he was a younger player, it's night and day, his maturity. Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, very veteran, very even keel, very humble. Maybe that's just the difference between old and young. White Denzel says, It boggles my mind on the Bengals' last drive. You don't have your best running back in there. Why take mixing out? Bad mistake. Now, Denzel, I just wonder if he, if he, you remember late when he took a uh, shot on a tackle down around his legs and he was slow to get up? I just wondered if he was maybe a little banged up. I'm being honest. Three-point ball game and, you know, a little bit of time left. Joe Burrow's got the football. I just thought it was going to be automatic they would go kick a field goal and tie that game with that kicker. And then to start the drive the way they did, you're down three, less than two minutes left in the ball game. You had, what, they had two timeouts? And you got that kicker. And on the first play, you know, you you run a little stop-go or 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 go-stop where you've got the option to go if it's man. If they give you cushion, you're going to stop. Well, they gave you cushion in front of Jalen Ramsey. You stop. He throws it to the outside shoulder. Ramsey was in caught in no man's land. Like he thought he might undercut the route, jump the ball, but he came to the inside ball, thrown to the outside, and now it's around him. Chase caught it, turns it up the sideline. What do they make? 25 yards on first down on this drive and they need to go and get it across midfield to have a chance to kick a tying field goal and and it just totally worked in um the Rams' favor on that third and fourth down play they get that play to start that drive and you, there's nothing about it <laughs> that led me to believe the Rams would stop them from kicking a field goal I'm already looking up the overtime rules for playoffs versus regular season to make sure I know what they were. I could not believe they stopped him. I really could not. I mean, an Aaron Donald, making that tackle to keep the guy short of the sticks, don't let him fall forward to force the short yardage play, and then go make the sack. I mean, it's legendary, man. That's as clutch as Stafford had been throughout the rest of the postseason. Alright, I'm going to come to a lot of your comments on the live stream. We'll look at YouTube and Facebook, see what y'all are talking about. Coming up next, I'm Matt. Stick around.
1: For the Mississippi State Radio Analyst. And he's on your radio
3: right now. Alright, hey everybody on the live stream. And while we're at it, y'all feel free to text me your thoughts on the ball game and more. It is game week from a college baseball perspective. Hallelujah! This time next week, we will be recapping the first three game weekend of the 2022 college baseball season.
1: Talk about how bad they beat the dirt bags.
3: Yeah, the dirt bags of Long Beach State. Dirt bags of Long Beach State—they're coming in there. I'll tell you, they're a top twenty-five team, and yes, they are. Uh, that's a pretty good team. Pretty good team. All right, we'll go over the matchups too. I'm really excited about it. We'll get baseball underway, we will be off and running. All right. Uh, hey, Roshanna on the live stream, she's on Facebook, says hello. And how about those Lady Dogs? Big win over Ole Miss, got an eleven-point win at home in Humphrey Coliseum, short-handed and short, and still beat them. Outplayed them, played tougher. And even that one. So they'll split this year. Ole Miss women won in Oxford. State women winning in Starkville. Thank goodness. Let's just say this. Okay. After watching another weekend where the men's teams go out there and lose, thank goodness for women's basketball in the state of Mississippi. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Coach Mm -hmm. Novak, Coach Yo. Mm -hmm. Hey, and remind me of the coach's name at Jackson State. Tamika Reed, Coach Reed, thank 12 y'all. 0,
1: Twelve and zero right now in the SWAC.
3: Twelve and zero in the SWAC. Thank goodness for women's Played basketball.
1: Buffoon Cookman tonight.
3: Okay, so they got a game tonight. Oh yeah, they little
1: play little. To the, the men and the women play women's games at uh, five thirty.
3: Okay, women at five thirty. All right, it's so a little Monday night basketball. basketball.
1: They're playing here in town. You yeah. Get a chance to go out and see them. Yeah. There, boy, they can play. They're good. They won by forty-one points this past weekend,
3: Saturday. The ladies. Day. That's awesome. Thank goodness for women's basketball. Joy, Joy says on Facebook, those lady dogs are all grit and heart. That's it. They that don't have a feet. six-footer in the bunch. <laughs> and
1: only seven players. I know. Nobody fouls out. You know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can't afford to. Uh, Mike said, I'm with you on the halftime and commercials, but the game was pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, I didn't dislike the halftime at all because it's music – all but maybe one or two of the songs. This music that I know. Like, it was popular when I was young. <laughs> you know, and Dr. Dre and Snoop and Eminem and 50 Cent. 50 Cent. 50 by cent. the way, too, 50, 50, cent. 50 Cent has put on some weight. He's more like 250 Cent right now, huh? Right?
1: It's strange to see him hanging my knees like that. I was thinking, <laughs> oh,
3: my gosh. Yeah, hang on, buddy.
1: <laughs> Hold on. Don't
3: fall Um on. It's not like I didn't dislike it at all. It's just it didn't like blow me away. It's great. Everything. Good. Look, several years ago in Miami, when Prince was playing and singing "Purple Rain," and it began to rain. Gosh. And they had purple lights. Therefore, it was a purple rain. I mean, that sort of blew me away. But it wasn't bad.
1: By himself, it's him. It's him. Not like eight, eight other people. All
3: right, but the commercials. I mean, the commercial was a big old pile. of You know what? The only one I really
1: liked was Keeping Up With the Joneses, Tommy Lee Jones, and yeah. it ended up being Jonas at the end. Yeah, but keeping up with the Jones. That's here's the th- one I kind of went, okay, that's pretty
3: good. It's a pretty good commercial. It's That's the thing about it, Bill. It's like you go, sure, it's a pretty good commercial, but that's the thing. You're going to pay that and work all year on a concept. It's supposed to not be just pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's supposed to be really good. It's
3: supposed mind. to be memorable, they had a lot of
1: stars in the commercials last
3: night. Jesus well, they did. They had a few, you know. But like, there was like a commercial with the guys from that TV show Scrubs from fifteen years ago. Oh, Yeah. There's okay, and they were know who they were. I mean, that's what I'm saying. There's a few. Yeah,
1: that was a T. Was
3: it mobile I just I don't even what know. I just know that companies? in large part, the commercials were just not memorable. They they were there. Some of them are like pretty neat, whatever. And I gotta say, too, okay, they do the goofiest stuff with Peyton Manning. Can they not just let him be uh, let him be normal? Why do they always have to make Peyton Manning out to be the goofball in the bunch? Yeah. Why is that his stick? I don't know. <clears throat> you know the one commercial that actually got my attention and got me to do something? Was the one where it was just all it was on the screen was a QR code and it's bouncing around. Oh, yeah, it's bouncing around. Like the screensaver. Remember the old screensaver? Uh Yeah. So they had a QR code acting as a screensaver for like 30 seconds. That's all it was. And it actually got my attention and made me take a picture to see what it was. And it was some stupid Bitcoin thing. Yeah. It took me to like Bitcoin. I was like, Bitcoin? I felt like Ralphie on the Christmas movie. (laughs) Drink your Ovaltine, a crummy commercial? I should have known.
1: All right, you know the the one that kind of let me down was the Clydesdale. That the, even the Budweiser folks didn't have. <laughs> it's
3: imagination. Terrible man!
1: What was that about?
3: Nobody you know? knows what any of that crap was about. It's awful. And here's you the thing about it:
1: tear jerker. They make you you know want to.
3: Oh, right, poor. illicit emotion. Either you make me yeah. want to laugh or you make me want to cry. That's a good commercial. I didn't want to laugh at any of them.
1: I mean, when the Clydesdales kicked the field goals and stuff. Oh gosh
3: none of it was entertaining (laughs) okay hey several years ago that was
1: great man when they did those
3: several years ago there was a mountain dew commercial where this dog got up and started dancing Uh twerking and dancing in the middle of a song (laughs) i genuinely laughed out loud at that commercial several years ago or like a few years before that remember the kid who was dressed up like Darth Vader trying to put the force on everybody and it never would work. Yeah, his dad, they were advertising his dad could start their car with a remote control Yeah, and as soon as a kid, he sees a kid out in the driveway he's like, oh, I got him. So he goes like this and his dad starts the car with the remote and when it starts, a kid just you could see him, he jumps back, he's like, holy cow, it worked! (laughs) (laughs) You know, he looks inside to see if anybody's looking. That's a great, (laughs) it's a remark, I remember that from several years ago. There was not one single commercial yesterday worth remembering. Uh an entire like millions and billions of dollars wasted. Who, where are yeah. you marketing people? Where are their senses of humor? Something the Ritos one with the sloth and the other animals
1: didn't quite get that one until Yeah. Eh. That's
3: it. I mean that's what I'm saying. It's like it's not terrible that one. It's I'm not it sitting had here better ones. I'm just going oh, okay. Yeah. Another commercial with an anime, you know, a, a 3D animated animal doing something. We're, we're we're giving human characteristics to another animal. Okay, yeah, there's another one of those. <laughs> Seeing that. Oh, and 85 promotions and promos for some upcoming movie or TV show that yeah. nobody cares about. Any of it. All right. Get off my okay. lawn. Get, Get off, off my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Crazy kids. Ginger says, hey, Matt, from Hernando. Hernando! Up in DeSoto County. Hernando DeSoto. Will on uh, YouTube said, bad call versus the Bengals on the goal line, but the refs also missed one on the T. Higgins touchdown catch. Yeah, it was offensive pass interference, got his hand caught. But I mm. that's one I say you let that go. I, I didn't blame them for letting that go, really. But when you're down on the goal line situation, <clears throat> if a linebacker holds a receiver and doesn't let him out of his break – you got to call that, and and you can say it's ticky-tack, but it's not when it's the best receiver in the NFL, and they can't cover him. That guy can't cover him. There's only one way he stays with him on that, is he holds him. He held him. He did. Can't complain about the call. Roshanna tells me on Facebook that they're afraid that Odell Beck- Beckham has uh, torn his ACL again. Phew. hate that for him. He had a big catch early in that game, didn't he? You know, you're proud for him that he had that moment. Will came back on YouTube and said, Jamar Chase beat Rams on a go route in that last play for Burrow. Joe just did not have enough time on the fourth down. Cincinnati will hopefully build Burrow a wall this offseason. I mean, if they do, look, they're not – Joe Burrow is not going anywhere. That we do know. Jim disagrees. He said the Rams were not better. How can anybody say that? How can anybody say that? I mean, give me something. Sven did it. Jim's doing it. Sven did it on YouTube. Jim's doing it on Facebook. How? Based on what are you saying the Rams were not better? Okay, first of all, they win the game. So they finish the game with more points. Secondly, they had seven or eight sacks. Right? Third, they score the points necessary to win the game. When other people are hurt, starting tight end is hurt. Odell Beckham Jr.'s hurt. And they have one reliable starting target to throw the ball to, and they still threw it to him, and he caught it. All of it. <laughs> and then the defense makes the plays. Listen, Jim, Sven, the Rams are better. They were better. You know what? Give the Rams all their pieces. Give the Bengals all their pieces. And if they play ten times, the Rams are beating them ten times. There it is.
1: Who's got the trophy?
3: That's the way it works. Sven said, Burrow is humbled, but he has a different mindset than 99% of all quarterbacks. He thinks if I put in the work and my guys too, we can do it. Uh, Debbie says, it took 15 plays in the last drive, which is not impressive, and five penalty flags within the last two minutes. So typical of the NFL. Yeah, I saw some people... Uh, different things on uh, social media going, oh, the NFL's fixed. Debbie, I'm going to tell you something. She said the 15-play drive was not impressive. It was unbelievably impressive for any unbiased onlooker for some of the reasons I've already said. They had nobody else to throw the football to. Everybody in the world especially the Bengals' defense, knew Matthew Stafford had to throw the ball to Cooper Cup. And guess what? They threw it to him every play, and they still completed it right on down into the end zone. And the only way the Bengals stopped him was to hold him, which is a penalty. And the refs made the right call. Those are the facts. And when you root for the Bengals, I understand it hurts, but it doesn't change the facts. All right, rolling along with you. Stay. With- Whoa, it's
2: a high five. Knocking them onto the bars for great sports talk. I'm talking way back. It's the Wyatt Show.
3: All right, back with you in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. My mother in law, Debbie, said the only thing your in laws recognized in the Super Bowl halftime were the three Chevy Impalas. <laughs> the cool looking cars. Sven said the halftime was boring. Said he didn't like it at all. I didn't myself, I didn't think it was boring. I just didn't I mean, kinda of was what it was. It was alright. I mean there's only so much they can do during a halftime anyway. That's cause you're gonna spread the time around to about five or six different artists musicians, rappers, in that case, last night. So it's not like you get all the good stuff from each one. You get like one or two things from each one, right? <laughs> so it, it, that's, it is what it was. I'm going to let you hear what some of them said after the game. Yeah, all right. So I saw the video of of Joe Burrow walking in before the game, and I just thought, what in the world? What are we doing there? What's going on? I mean, I, you just have to go look at it, look at it up for yourself, and maybe that's the way they all are. I just thought, you know, he's great. The guy is going to play in more Super Bowls, and there is no question about it. You know, barring some crazy injury, he's good, and in a lot of ways, he's easy to pull for. But you don't look at him and go, "There's a humble guy right there." <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I saw the video of Joe Burrow before the game, and I thought, he looks like something from a Dick Tracy movie or comic book. He looks like something off the Roger Rabbit movie. What is he doing? He almost won the game, though. Channeling the
1: original Joe Cool, Joe Namath, when he used to wear those. I guess so.
3: Maybe so. Ellis (laughs) Shue on the... uh, Country pleasing text line. He said, "I thought Joe looked like a modern day hamburger. Yeah, with the great the hamburger with the great big hat, the big, huge, wide brim hat. That's kind of what it looked like to me. Also, and and Mike on YouTube says Joe is cocky, but that's understandable. I mean, he has he, he. I mean, play quarterback at that level, you're that good. You're going to be very, very confident to the point of maybe being cocky, maybe even being arrogant." And then it's, you know, I guess you live with it and see if you can back it up, I guess. Uh, Unnamed Texture said, also on that play fourth down, Donald was offsides and was not called, plus false start on the offensive line at the snap. I'm going to say this. Watch the whole game. A couple of things here and there. Not a lot of penalties called. You know what? Maybe one holding on an offensive line the whole night. Okay, So the officials, they let them play. It was a well-played game. It was a well-called game. It was a teeny-tiny factor in the outcome. It was not a reason for the outcome. Jackson Mailman says, Southern Miss had a commercial that cost them $4 million. What? Come on, no. Southern Miss didn't have a $4 million commercial. They might have had a local. That one ran locally. That ran yeah. locally. Yeah. See, that's the thing, mailman. Like, I live in Tupelo, for instance, right? And so there might have been just a couple of spots during the local during the broadcast of the Super Bowl on the local NBC station that were local ish commercials, not the big national ones. And those are don't cost four million dollars. DT says, uh, for Mississippi State women's basketball, Charlotte Cole is 6'5", and is playing a lot now, and that she's getting better, especially defensively. Yes, tall player. So they they do have somebody over six feet. (laughs) One, One player over six feet? Josh texted the show, said, My wife said to get the effect on the Budweiser commercial, you have to go watch the full thing online. They shortened it big time, and it took away the effect. Clydesdale apparently broke his leg and is portrayed that they expected it to not live on. Dog never left its side, and they showed it rehabbing. Okay, got it. See, again, Josh, here's the thing. You know, you pay for a 30-second commercial in the Super Bowl. It's a part of a larger deal. All right, for it to be effective, I I don't want to have to go look up the rest of it. Ain't that interested. Now, I'm interested enough in, let's say, the highlights of a ball game to go find the 10-minute version and watch that. I'm not going to find a five-minute version of a Budweiser commercial. Not doing it. (laughs) You better get it to me in 30 seconds, that is. Nick says on the Country Pleasing Text Line, wide receivers all over the NFL are clowning Eli Apple, and I'm here for it. I've I've seen some other people really giving him a hard time. It's hard to cover NFL receivers. They know where they're going. Tyler said the Rams won the game after losing their number two receiver without a running game and after two second-half turnovers. The Bengals should not have been as close as they were. That's what I'm saying, Tyler. How can anybody, really, how can you watch that game last night or watch the Rams in the postseason and not know they're the better team? They're a better team than the Bengals. Bengals are going to have to overachieve to beat them. The Bengals got injuries on the other side that hurt the Rams. Odell Beckham, already some other guys out. The Bengals played as good against the run game of the Rams as they possibly could play and got turnovers. Two interceptions, one on back-to-back. Well, in the same time frame of the game, two interceptions, one in the end zone and one out here on the Rams end of the field on a tip ball on first down, and still didn't win. And got the ball back, down three, with a minute and something left and two timeouts. And on first down, went for about 20-something yards and still didn't tie the game. Rams are better. Totally agree with you, Tyler. They shouldn't have been as close as they were. How can anybody say the Rams aren't weren't better? What are they looking at? Jason says, people on the internet are saying the game was rigged. People on the internet are fools. Yeah. It's not rigged. There it is, Denzel. There it is. <laughs> Joe Burrow walking into sofa like he's going to steal all the Rams hamburgers. He looks like the hamburger. What is it? What are we doing these days, man? What is that? Hey, I'm not a fashion person. I don't know it. I don't understand it. I don't recognize it. I'm not the one to be. I shouldn't be criticizing any, what Anybody's wearing. Y'all figure that stuff out and let me know. All right, over to the phone line. Davin Equipment phone. Davin Equipment. Madison and in Jackson. Bernard hanging on line one. What's up, Bernard?
2: Hey, what's going on, man? There's two things I want to say about the Super Bowl. The Rams were basically almost giving the Bengals the game, and the game. I mean, the Bengals did never capitalize on. The mistakes that the Rams made. Yes, the Rams were a better team. They had a lot of better players in certain areas, but the Bengals just didn't capitalize on those mistakes. And you see what happened at the end. The Rams came out victorious.
3: Yeah. And, and, you, and, and you, you know, I felt, Bernard, like, I felt like the Bengals' defensive line was just playing as good as they could possibly play against the run for three quarters. I felt like the Bengals' offensive line, did a phenomenal job early in the game uh, in in pass protection. But the the Rams are better and eventually just wore them down, and then they took over. At the end of the game, Aaron Donald took over.
2: Yeah, I can see that because that's what he's been doing for the past few weeks. He wasn't used like, oh, is this the same Rams defense line they've been playing? Third and late third and fourth quarter, seemed like it's a totally new defensive mm-hmm. line. They come out playing stronger. So you can see the difference. like that. that's the, the part of being a better team they play. They know when to turn it on. But my thing is, don't you see that the game went by very fast?
0: Yeah. Very
2: few penalties, and there was mm-hmm. a lot out there. I was thinking that they trying to make sure that they get that time frame, get the, the halftime show going. But they were very tight on time, in my opinion, because the game got done quickly.
3: It quicker did, than yeah.
2: any normal
3: yeah you did not have a lot of penalties I guess I could look up the number but you know you notice it throughout the game they're kind of letting them play there there was not a lot of I will say Bernard there wasn't a lot of like egregious stuff they were letting go but but when you look up late in the game and you hadn't even had a holding call on an offensive line yet you know they're kind of letting them play right
2: because yeah, I've seen a lot I was looking at a lot and said man that's old yeah. uh, they ain't gonna call that so yeah, you're right they let them play they did hey, well Officials said it's not gonna we're not gonna be the cost of this Super Bowl but at the end a lot of Bengals fans and a lot of other fans they were, they were not rooting for the Rams fans the official uh, the cost that game at the end
3: yeah I appreciate it Bernard thanks for the call and like I said uh, early on the, the holding call uh, against the Bengals as they were trying to Defend Cooper Cup on a goal line. I mean, they held him. Okay, he's coming out of a break. The guy grabs him to hold him out of the break and to close the gap so he can get a handle on the ball. It's we can call it ticky tack. You can slow it down. He held the receiver. Coming out of a break, he held him. Okay. That's the call. But the one that and it and it didn't get a lot of argument, the one to me that I sort of raised an eyebrow was when they went offsetting. They called holding on the offensive line of the Rams but they called what an unnecessary roughness. They didn't call targeting but they called an unnecessary roughness on a hit on the receiver in the back of the end zone against Cincinnati and I, when it happened and then I saw the replay, I'm like, what did they call that for? He, He didn't target him. They didn't call targeting. As soon as he catches it, he's trying to come down in bounds. The defensive back's trying to knock him out of bounds or knock the ball loose and didn't even target him. What do you call it? That was the one that was curious to me, like if you're going to argue something. Arguing whether or not the linebacker held Cooper Cup coming out of the break. He held it. He did. All right. In hour two, we'll hear what they all said after the game. Plus... It's baseball season. Stick around.